The city of angels. The city of fired up crowds. Yes. So nice of you to take a break from drinking your kale smoothies, smoking your dispensary weed, and driving drunk all over town to come see us tonight. You realize after 9 p.m., everyone on the road is wasted, right? No, but I want to thank you guys because I'm sure almost all of you traveled from very far away because no one's local. No one would actively choose to live in this cesspool of a town, right? You wouldn't choose. You know you can be a waiter in any city in America. You don't have to come. In. There are, there's sunshine in other cities. You'd be a waiter in Detroit. Oh, it's lovely in Detroit. Yes, it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> Oh, now Detroit feels bad. No. <laughs> do you guys do you like LA? I I kind of like LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's a love it's yeah. a love-hate relationship. I, I, I like LA. I hate the Airbnb I'm staying in right now. Well, that'll ruin but it. But I shouldn't hold that against the entire city. Ah. I, you know, you drive around, you see the mountains and the palm trees and you are like, "All right, I get it. I get it, LA. Fine." Other times, you just want to be like Lex Luthor from the 1978 Superman yeah. movie and bomb it into the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Wow. Yes. I am calling for someone to bomb the entire no. fault line. No, we're no. not. And no, we're not. I shouldn't do that? Uh, oh, Troy went too far. No, Troy, I'm, I'm going to live in Otisburg. I, think you're, I, you're, I like your plan. We're only five minutes in, and I'm calling for bombing. I think the tectonic plates will take care of everything shortly. We make up... <laughs> Then your hands stay clean. I can't really complain too much because we are sold out tonight. Sold out! Sold out. We have sold out 10 out of 11 live shows this year because of the best fans in the biz. Best fans. Best fans. But we didn't sell out L.A. until today, so we're never coming back. Fuck you. (laughs) Why don't you be like a Boston that sells out right away? Because you're too busy getting high and driving drunk. <laughs> well, also, to be fair, their team is not in the playoffs for the MLB this year. Just Troy. I don't know if you know the Red Sox aren't currently. Yeah, L.A.'s busy going to baseball postseason games. <laughs> no, but that's why we sold out so quickly in Boston, because they have nothing better to right, do. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I just wanted to drive the point home. <laughs> Lots Troy. of free time in the evenings and on weekend afternoons. <laughs> Yeah, laugh it up, guys. You'll get yours. I got a whole list of things to say about y'all. But I'd like to take a moment to introduce these ne'er-do-wells to my left and right, just in case you don't know who we are. Because maybe there are a few of you out there who don't know who we are. Maybe some of you in the audience got a little too high tonight. You started wandering the streets just thinking about why you came to this shit town in the first place. Yeah, you were a big fish in a small pond back in the Midwest. (laughs) But everyone always told you you'd be famous, so you moved out here with stars in your eyes. So great in your production of Our Town. (laughs) Your senior year of high school. Skid, weren't you in a production of Our Town? That was in college, Matthew. (laughs) So you're sitting there thinking about your role in Our Town? 
stoned out of your mind, just walking around wondering how you got from wanting to be the next DiCaprio to giving hand jobs on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, sure, you're gonna turn a few tricks once in a while, but that car insurance isn't gonna pay itself, skid. So you do it because deep down you know you're different. And by gum, you're gonna make it in this town come hell or high water. To hell with what your stepdad says. This has gotten fucking dark. It's getting, it's getting way more personal. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think you're, sure you haven't had an audition for two pilot seasons, <laughs> but you know you've got this idea in your head for the next great American screenplay, and it's going to win all the awards if you could just sit down and write it. There'll be agents knocking down your door trying to sign you to a huge contract. Instead, all those nameless Johns knocking down your door every night. <laughs> signing you up for a game you never intended to play. This all sounds very specific. Yeah. yeah you right. lived in L.A. I think this is a... You lived in L.A., right, Troy? I don't have a, I don't have a stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you said, you know what? Tonight's going to be different. I'm going to smoke some government-issued weed that's intended for glaucoma patients. And I'm going to walk around, I'm going to walk around this town, I'm going to find myself a, a cannon, a cannon to blast myself through the glass ceiling of Hollywood. What does that marquee say? Glass cannon? Marquee? It's a sign. They were walking around, they saw the marquee. Just go with me, Joe. It's a sign. It's a sign from God. A God who abandoned me. So many hand jobs ago. So you walk up to the window with stars in your eyes and you say, how much are tickets good, sir? What? They are sold out. Do you understand? I'm intended to be here to see this glass cannon. (laughs) A couple of hand jobs later, here you sit. (laughs) Just wondering who the hell we are. It's a really long intro. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the part where you insult us all. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First up is Matthew Capitacasa. Right. <laughs> How are you, little guy? <laughs> I'm just great, Troy. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Are you very thirsty? Are you going to share that with the rest of the class? Would you, should I pass them down? Yeah, you'll spill them. That's probably true. I wonder if we could find a waiter in the audience to help. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Your town is silly. Uh, on the drive over here, Matthew said to me, Troy, I have some people in the audience tonight, so please don't make jokes about A, B, and C. Matthew, you really shouldn't have said that to me. It was a gamble. It was a gamble. <laughs> Uh, but here's the thing. I don't think people are going to care that much about the hooker you accidentally killed last night. <laughs> it was an accident. It was an accident. It, I, it was after an authentic L.A. experience. Yes. <laughs> was it really because she laughed at your comically small penis? <laughs> because that's not a good reason to kill a hooker. <laughs> then again, hookers die all the time, skid. They're like goldfish. Yeah. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> you just flush him down the toilet. I really shouldn't have talked to you in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't kill a hooker next time. <laughs> really should have told him at all. No. I think. Let's give it up for Grant Berger, everybody, right. huh? Grant Berger. The Berg. Burger Meister Meister Burger. Grant, do you ever wake up in the morning and think to yourself, oh, Grant hungry, Grant must pee, why penis hard? Oh! I imagine what the voice in your head sounds like. That's all day, Troy. Okay. <laughs> Don't let his spelt new figure fool you. He's got hands the size of Christmas hands that are coincidentally always glazed with honey. Yes. <laughs> do you wear shoes or do you just tape trash bags over your legs? <laughs> it's more cost effective that way. Yeah. Matthew, this morning, this is a true story, in the Airbnb asked Grant to borrow a pair of socks, and I came it's out true. and it looked like he handed Matthew a uh, bean, uh, like a, what are they called? Uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> he took a nap in it. it Here's was crazy. my sock. <laughs> That's what I wanted it for. <laughs> They're like Christmas stockings. Christmas stockings. <laughs> like you, wanted, you could shove presents in He them. looks so cozy. Yeah. Grant, you're like Paul Bunyan if Paul Bunyan sucked. <laughs> That's what you're like. Guys, this might be friends. the meanest show yet. It's all good. We're all friends. <laughs> Skidmar, everybody! Let him hear it! All right, that's enough. It's enough. Skid, uh, you say Maher and I say Mar. I know it's your name, but I feel like I'm right and you're right. I think you're right. I think it's Skid yeah. Mar. I feel like you changed it a couple years ago. You I just did. decided to be Maher. I just because no one knew how to spell it. So I figured if I say, try to pronounce every letter in the word, my name, like maybe people will be able to spell it, but they can't still. So, As someone with my last name, I can tell you that's not an effective strategy. Okay. Oh, Matthew Ravioli over there. <laughs> Did I get the double? Uh, Skid, you've been jet-setting as of late. You've been bouncing all around the country. Tell us about your trips. Uh, I was in Denver recently. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then I went from there down to Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, to see my dad and meet my new two new nephews. Uh, and uh, I watched the last episode, the last show, with my dad. Uh, when nice. it came out, and that was—he's a big fan. So hi, Dad. And it's really, that was really great. Did you get the Breaking Bad tour? Is there a Breaking Bad I've tour in Albuquerque so somewhere? Time. There is, and I've done it like every time. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, those flights must get expensive. You would think. Yeah. Good thing yeah. you have that senior citizen discount. Oh man! Oh! Jesus! Oh! It makes it a little cheaper. <laughs> That's, you're flying a lot. That doesn't exist. <laughs> There's no senior citizen discount for airline tickets. There isn't? No. no. I would know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we need to look into that. You know, I think the word genius is thrown around all too often these days. <laughs> but you'll never hear the word when describing our next guest. <laughs> Mr. Joe O'Brien, everybody. <laughs> Everybody loves a loser. How are you, you big dummy? I'm so happy! 
Now, Joe, I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know that your wife is in the audience tonight. She is. I'm very I'm extremely uh, nervous. And it's got to be weird uh, for you, Aaron, to see him disappoint so many people all at once, as opposed to just you in the privacy of your own bedroom, <laughs> I imagine. We can talk about it after the show. <laughs> now, she's a smart woman. I think she expects that. Right. I leave day to day. She's like, he's probably disappointing everyone. It's all she knows. Yeah. It's all she knows. <laughs> How can you disappoint people when the expectations are already so low? Yes. <laughs> Or does it get to the point where you disappoint people for not disappointing them in the way they expected? Right. I didn't gang up on your shit, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to subvert the joke to help you. <laughs> I wasn't listening in all fairness. I'm so nervous that my wife is here. I gotta be honest. Yeah. I am too. I am too. I'm like, I am as well. <laughs> I don't think I've <laughs> You should be. I don't think I've seen her since I, I, perf- I married you guys. Oh, really? Yeah, since I officiated long. your wedding. I don't think I've seen her since then. Yeah, it's just that thing where, you know, you have like... And I'm not joking. Like the girl you like is in the audience, and you want to be perform well, and you Aww. you're not good at it, so it's it's nerve wracking. Look at this heartbreaker <laughs> over here and the blue hat. You she wanna... doesn't. No, she doesn't. Look, my wife is a company manager on Broadway. She works with professional actors all the time, and just has never seen a glass cannon live. This is her first, and I'm sure she's never watched the YouTube. Yeah, but she's used to you not performing well, so it shouldn't be a. <laughs> That much of a stretch. I think she'll be fine. I'm going to be silent all night. Just do my smoldering look. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> You're going to hold your action for two hours. <laughs> Change of pace. How Change many of, pace. of you, by a show of hands, how many of you were here in the audience last night, when jo- uh, two year, one year ago, when Joe's shitty orc died? Huh? So you guys remember that. Can okay. you imagine right in this spot? Joe's worthless orc died in the first encounter of the first show in the first book. We all stood here and bared witness to Joe's mediocrity. We watched with bated breath as yet another one of Joe's characters died like a pig. I don't want to jinx anything, but I'm feeling a little murdery tonight. It's been too long. I haven't killed anybody on this show in a year. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. Is anyone interested in PC death tonight? Come on. I'm so sorry. My hands are tied. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's clearly made several unlikable characters. Yeah, yeah, really. Really, really hit with the audience, each one of them, in their own way. We have got a lot to go through. I mean, we're starting late. This is a late night crowd. I'm expecting it to get a little wild. You know the rules. No shots and shut up. (laughs) But you can also send some shots and talk if you want to. (laughs) We don't enforce them that hard. But no. No shots and you shut your mouth, Grant. We're in Los Angeles. It's nobody's fault but our own. It's the 11th stop on our tour. Glass Cannon Live. Grant, Joe, don't disappoint me. Let's take it to the recap. All right.
just stop for a second. Just listen to this music. It's times like these when I think Grant, about you my... Grant, you did pretty well with this. Yeah. But what is this? I thought you wanted upbeat folk kind of music. I'll play it again. Just, just, just play it. Just do it again. It feels like a commercial for an erectile dysfunction. That's exactly drug. what I was going to say. <laughs> right. I didn't know Grant was going to be all like Overwatch. Like yeah. it's all hardcore. Why don't you talk and make something cool together? This sounds like a go do your own thing. This sounds like an ad for Depends. To be fair, Joe was in couples therapy about how disappointing he is with Aaron all the time. So I couldn't talk to him at the time. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry, everybody. There also is only so much we can afford (laughs) in these licensing deals. That was terrible. Sorry, this one was full time? Wow. Security. Security. (laughs) Go over there. Well, we're going to... The gentleman in the tank top. Yes, right there. Tank top. We're going to take it to the recap. Grant, will you stop? <laughs> Leave it up there while I talk. Don't play that music. Play good music. Do you have good music? No. Give me, give me a C. <laughs> give me a bow. Oh. oh, sorry. I was taking notes. I was doing a self-help thing. I just still don't feel confident up here. What with all the mean jokes. All right. Sorry. Is this good? Can you hear me? Am I talking to the mic? All right. Good. Thank you. Please shut off his mic. All right, we're going to the recap. Joe, give me some good recap underscore. I want to really get into it. I don't know what you want, man. Just fucking play something. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Let's set a tone here. Everybody get get excited. All right. What a year. It's been for our heroes. You've... Just keep going. I'll play it again while he's getting ready. Here we go. <laughs> Just go, man. All right. What a year. What a year it's been for our heroes. Even though in actuality, it's probably only been three or four days <laughs> yes. of game time. In one year, 10 sessions, 20 hours of playing... Only three or four days have passed. It sure does, buddy. Security. <laughs> Our heroes woke up in a fugue state, in a dungeon that soon revealed itself to be some sort of asylum. Most of you know this story, unless you stumbled in with gross hands. <laughs> an asylum... That looks to have barely survived a recent cataclysm. An asylum full of monstrosities like doppelgangers posing as doctors. Full of haunts manifesting from souls so tormented in life that their despair has carried on even in death. And full of metaphysical manifestations of the rip, the tear between the dream world and the real world. Luckily... Our heroes have survived long enough, with the exception of Joe Shitty Orc. The Green Loser. The Green Loser. The Green Loser. Forgot about that. Yeah. We all did. (laughs) To find a group of survivors led by a priestess of Phrasma named Winter Claxus. Survivors who are trapped and hiding, not only from the creatures that roam the halls of the asylum, but also from this cult known as the Apostles in Orpiment, made up of patients that revolted under the guidance of another patient named 
Over Zandalus. Over Zandalus. Words fail. Words fail. Words fail. Zandalus sees. Words fail. Our heroes have fought their way deeper into the asylum, learning some history about the strange circumstances surrounding the creation of Briarstone Asylum, and even more recently, learning a little about themselves. They learn their real names, and they finally discover some clues about how they got here. Count Hazerton Lowell's the fourth had very suspiciously abandoned his post in Versex County as of late, an event that prompted Winterclaxer to come here in the first place. We now know that he came here and took a special interest in one of Briarstone's patients, one Alver Zandalus. <gasps> Gasp. Praise, praise. He let the administrator, Eliage Losandro, look at his copy of a strange tome known only as the Chain of Knights in exchange for having some alone time with Zandalus. Perhaps he could cure him of his uh, ailments, he told Losandro, with secrets that he learned in the Chain of Knights, maybe using his dreams to unlock his sickness. Eventually, he sweetens the deal. He tells Lissandro she can keep his copy of The Chain of Knights in exchange for admitting a group of amnesiacs who work for him. But here's the kicker. She can't keep any record of their admittance. She agrees. You now know you were those amnesiacs, or at least you feel pretty confident about it. But that's all you know. I got this. <laughs> Everyone sit back and relax. I'll take care of the sound got effects. It. Just takes him 18 minutes to warm up. He's, been, he's literally been sitting on that sound effect for the, the entire week. <laughs> so that's all you know. You continue searching the records room and the personal storage rooms of the patients of Briarstone and eventually come to the last door in a long hallway. Heedlessly. Ugh. Without a single perception check. Uh. Most likely due to a bunch of shots. <laughs> well, we've polled our audiences. And uh, perception checks at doors, just they don't sell well. No. no. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of a kick-the-door-open kind of uh, crowd. Yes, yeah. that's what yeah. they like. That's what keeps bringing them back. <laughs> but you idiots, open the door... And a floor-to-ceiling wall of blood begins to wash over you, filling the hallway in which you now stand. Grant, take it to the map. Let me just show you what is happening here. Oh, yeah. This is perfect. Stay right there, Grant. Sha-da-da-da. Oh! Wow. Strawberry jelly? Roll for initiative. Oh! Oh, God. Just think, Matthew, last night at this time, you were murdering a hooker. And now you're here playing with us. I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) That'll hold up. Mrs. O'Lady, what did you get? A natural 20. Wow. Natural 20. What is that adjusted? 19? 22. 22. 
Now, last time or two times ago, you learned that your name is Cartha Malisord, but in Atlanta, you decided you want to stay as Mrs. O'Lady. I do not know this Cartha Malisord yet. All right. For now, I shall remain who I do it, who I know I am, Mrs. O'Lady. Mrs. O'Lady. What about Atticus Grimm? What did you get, buddy? I had a natural two, Troy, <laughs> to kick off the night. So that's a five. Five. It's an adjusted five. Ugh. Very good. Joe's gonna Joe. <laughs> Halster Price. Halster may have rolled the most cowardly number of all, an eight. That is universally regarded as the most cowardly digits. <laughs> Two circles with their backs together, standing upright, so terrified of yeah, what's around shaking. them. Shaking. <laughs> so an eight. An eight. What a coward. Aldo Casimir. I rolled a natural one. So oh, that, no. is a, uh, that is a seven total for me. Oh. The least cowardly number. Right. Definitely, it's stronger on both ends. Oh boy! Well, let me be honest. A couple of things are going to happen. More than a couple of things. Oh no! no, no. Uh, Let's start with all of you rolling a reflex save. Oh, okay. As this thing just pushes you into the room. Don't your save numbers look so horrible at second level? Yeah, I know. I get, just I've look just, at them and... S- can I ask a question? No. I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Uh, is this a psychic spell or a spell-like ability? No. Just thought I'd ask. A reflex save? Reflex save. Uh, I thought... Save. I mean, it could be a haunt. Well, uh, why? Why do you ask? It gives me a bonus my reflex save. Give yourself the bonus. Ooh. I like the cut of your jib. You can only roll once, though. Boy, I had a crack, crack died. But don't worry. Don't worry, I rolled worse the second time. Good, 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 good. What'd you roll, buddy? Uh, that would be a 12. Awesome. <laughs> Joseph? 21, natural 18. Oh. Yes! All right. Fail, pass. At the edge of 17, what does a 17 get me? Do I pass? It gives you a pass. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, Skid, does that make you feel confident about your roll? I do, yes. I rolled a natural 18, and so that is a 22 total. Well done. Well done, sir. 20, 23. Sorry, 23. 23. All right. Here's what happens. Those of you who succeed, everybody except Mrs. O'Lady, you are knocked back 10 feet as this wave of gore slams into you. Atticus takes three points of damage, Halster takes four points of damage, and Aldo takes two points of damage. Mm. Mrs. O'Lady is knocked back 20 feet, falls prone Uh. in a hallway of blood, and takes seven points of damage. Okay. What kind of damage is it? Bludgeoning, or is it like the force of the blood? Blood, Bludgeoning. 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 That's what he did? It's good. It's early, Skid. Save that stuff. That's good. (laughs) I've got lots more. I'm not not afraid. (laughs) I'm not afraid of running out, exactly. (laughs) Bludgeoning, yes. 
Uh, all right, so move yourselves on the map. It looks like you already have. Uh, obviously, you can't occupy the same space, so if you were in front, just both of you move back. Uh, Wait, yeah. how far did I get knocked back? Ten, ten feet. Ten. So if, if uh, Halster, you already moved back ten feet? Well, everyone got knocked back. Yeah, so everyone goes back ten, except Mrs. O goes back twenty and is prone. So here's the thing. You're standing there as this blood just comes in, but you don't feel like you're submerged in, like, a pool of blood. You're covered in blood. It doesn't feel like you're swimming. You're just in this opaque blood hallway. You feel like you could walk forward. Maybe every step would be difficult terrain, we'll say. However, you're surrounded by blood, so you must hold your breath. The way holding your breath works in Pathfinder is you can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to twice your constitution score. I'm sure most of you are anywhere from 10 to maybe a 16 con for Halster over here. If you've got a 16, then you can hold it for 32 rounds. Every round you do something, you lose one on that. You guys got forever, right? However, if you take a standard action or a full round action... You lose two rounds towards that. Not too worried about that. What you might want to be worried about are the fortitude saves you're going to have to roll. Oh, no. What? But let's do it in initiative order as you decide what you want to do in this blood hallway. God. Mrs. O'Lady, you're prone. Just took seven points of damage. You're on your back in a hallway of blood holding your breath. What is your con score? 12. 12. So you get 24 rounds. You'll live forever. Roll of fortitude, Sam. <laughs> uh, that would be a six. That's oh. A that's a real shame. Oh. It's a real shame. Um, all I'll say is you've been infected with something. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Can I roll... A spellcraft or a knowledge check to see what is going on? No. Why? Tell me what you want to do in this situation where you are submerged and you're worried about uh, drowning. Not even drowning, but suffocating. Um, Wait, what? Yes, you're not worried about drowning. You're worried about suffocating. What? The blood is like... Just surround. So, like drowning in a Jello body. shot. Is that yes, what you're it's about? like you're in a in a gelatinous cube of blood. Okay. All right. Here is what I would like to do. Yes. I will stand up. That's a standard action or move action. Move action. So that will take now two rounds away from your twenty-four. And then I shall move backwards through this door to the the big office that I assume is still open because that's the one we came through. Okay. Remember, difficult terrain. Every square is two. Can you get there? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Am I out of the blood? You're out of the blood. Oh. <gasps> but you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> now can I roll a knowledge check? Yes. All right. What, what do you want? What do you want? Uh, knowledge religion. Uh, I have to roll that untrained. Really should have trained in that. I can in roll in twice a, on this one. Asylum. And I'm going to throw inspiration <laughs> on there. Sorry. One guy. Uh, that'll be uh, 14. 14. You're not quite sure. Right. You were expecting this to be something else when the blood came in. You figured you'd be swimming in blood. It had a very shining feel to it. Normally yeah. the blood gets off at the third floor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, 
But it wasn't like that. It, there's some other weird manifestation going on, but you can't exactly wrap your head around what it is. All right. Mrs. Oletti has made a decision to backtrack. Let's see what the rest of the party does. It is now Halster Price's turn. I need a fortitude save, good buddy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, 17. You seem to be uninfected by what this is. Okay. What do you want to do? Halster is unaffected but wounded at four hit points. So he is going to spend a swift action and expend a blessing. And then as a standard action, which will take a round out of his... uh, Did you just say four hit points? Four hit points. Total. Yeah. Oh my god, what? I don't think we healed after the good, battle that good. was bad. Uh, <laughs> so, he's uh, going to spend the swift action to spend a blessing to use his powerful healer ability to add 50% on top of whatever I roll, which is a total of oh a... What are we? A total of a four, so six points of healing. Okay. And then he's going to move back... Respectable. Ten feet, which will take 20 feet away from his move action through difficult terrain, and he's going to move into the room where we fought these people before. Ah. Effectively splitting the party. Mm. We're going to have some fun tonight, L.A. (laughs) Aldo Casimir. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, no. Your best save, right? Uh, it actually it is my second best save, uh, and that is a twenty-three. You're all right as well. What would you like to do? You you know you're looking around. If you turn behind you, you see that Mrs. O'Lady is gone. Maybe you're watching her. Uh, you know the farther away she gets in this opaque blood hallway, it's harder to see where she went. But you do see that Halster ducked into that uh, records room. So I'm at, so can I see anything? I mean, if I was actually submerged in blood, I would think I couldn't see anything because it is a very thick liquid. Thicker than water, some say. Roll a perception. <laughs> you should have saved that first one. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, uh, ten. Ten. No, you, you look up ahead and it looks endless to you. Um... But you, you also know that something very strange There's is something happening weird here. Happen. You know, it should be... Something weird's happening in this hallway full of blood. Right. You feel a little <laughs> uncomfortable in this hallway of blood. I am going so... I'm going to feel my way back. I know there's a doorway right behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go back and like go into the room where Halster is okay. and exit the corridor of blood and get behind him. All right, and now for the uh, obvious failed save from Joe. Let me uh, get a fortitude save. Fortitude. Second level wizard, good fort. Nah, man. Well, at least you'll roll well. I'm so sick. (laughs) Fudge! (laughs) It's natural three. Oh, no. For a five. You're very sick. You're very, very sick. You and Mrs. O'Lady deserve each other. What do you want to do now? You saw them duck out. You were very close to them. Mrs. O'Lady's gone. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna flip the script. Atticus is, he is an illusionist. He's convinced that these things that that are happening, despite their feel, are some level of illusion. The first thing he's gonna do is knowledge religion. Okay. Uh, try to, whatever, identify what's happening here. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> nope. 
garbage exactly. Um, is the ladies roll fourteen? Yeah, you don't know. So he doesn't know, but he is—he's determined to find this out. If for any reason for his companions to prove this, uh, he's also—he's just sick of being pushed around. Yeah, by life, by blood. So he's going exactly. So he's going. Yeah, by his own blood. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to set his feet, and he's just going to walk forward. Oh wow. So he's just going to bite down and move twenty feet forward. Bite down on the blood. Squish. And move twenty feet forward. Powering through it. Double move. Uh, And you have dark vision, yes? Yes. Alright, the only one in the party with dark vision. Now that that door is open, you see a head. And you see What kind of head? This might change my mind. You see a floating head. You see, you, got that uh, Sorry. <laughs> you see that the hallway continues on. This looks like to be a door to the north there. And also, it looks like maybe 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away or so. Roll a perception check. I don't know if I want to give this to you. Five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is so miserable. That's all. That's all you see. Come on, man. Uh, you do see a door. Um, I will tell you that, like, about 20 feet away, it seems like the wall is thinning out. Oh, okay. That's all I'll say. All right. I've already said too much. I brought bottle caps tonight, by the way. Oh. Oh. But I'm giving them to the crowd, huh? Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What do they do? <laughs> uh... You can give them to the uh, players if I award them to them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to be like hell no. Yeah. No, you guys don't deserve them. Uh, all right. So you push forward. That's what you see. Round two. And I'm sorry. Is that? Do I lose two rounds because I do two move yes, actions yes. and then a third round just for holding my breath? Is no, that... no. It's 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 one round if you do nothing. Two rounds if you do anything. Basically. Okay. Got it. That's the the long and short of it. Uh, let me ask you this, Mrs. O'Lady. You are alone in that room now. You have really no idea what's going on, so keep yourself honest. What do you want to do? Um, I mean, once I now that I can breathe again, yes, I have a, I have a hole. But like, you feel like something entered you. Yeah, that's not great. Yes, um, sucks, man. But I can some... still right, like my time on the breathing and the drowning resets, right? If I were to yes, step back in, yes, totally. Okay, so Mrs. A Lady will now that she can breathe again and is standing up will step back in, ah, and walk and double move in. Excellent. Uh, how far will that get you? It'll get me... So it's, it's difficult terrain, mm-hmm. so 30 feet. 30 feet. All right. So Mrs. O'Lady says, fuck it, going back into the blood. Power walking like a Mrs. She's got a cane. She's got her cane. She's like... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> push, it, push it through the blood. Uh, Halster, what do you want to do there? You are in that room with, uh, you know, you see Aldo jump out as well. Yeah. Is there a conversation between the two of you? I'm so scared, Aldo. What should we do? I don't know. I was kind of taken by surprise by the corridor full of blood. Well, I think maybe learning that I've been trained by Phrasma Wishping Zealots, that maybe I know something. So let me see what I know. And rules a beautiful roll, a 22 religion on it. Yeah, there 22 you go. religion. Okay. It's just every roll. You feel confident with that roll that whatever is happening in this hallway is manifesting as a result of a haunt. 
there is a haunt yeah. happening here. But as a result, that's very crucial. Like you could like cast heal spells on a haunt, but at the source of the at haunt. At the source, yeah. Right now you feel like you don't have an idea where the source is. If you we, could cast it on the blood, but it doesn't feel right to you. We need to move forward. We was, need to get to the source of the haunt. Well, it was triggered when we opened the door. Yeah. I can't remember. Did we get a perception check before? We, did, we didn't take one. We didn't take no. one. Because yeah. normally haunts give you a perception check to get there. There's some kind of a like signal a that they're check. there. Yeah. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, you guys didn't get that. Halster is going to swift action, empower his uh, blessing. He's going to expend his use of divine no bless uh, for the day to spontaneously cast it as a heal spell. Grant's still healing. Uh, so that is six points of healing again, and then he is going to spend his move action to move. I really do think we healed last time, right? I not, have, not I after the battle. HP. No. I'm just going by what's on my sheet. I trust his sheet. You were very drunk, though, Grant. That's true. (laughs) That's why I trust his sheet. Right. (laughs) I feel like it's right. I mark it down even if I'm very drunk. Um, So uh, that's where Halster is. So you go back into the thing. Go ahead and roll me another fortitude save. Certainly. You're going to submerge yourself in that gross blood. Natty 19. Oh, man. Why'd I even ask? Uh. Aldo Casimir. You see Halster comes out. Touches himself in a weird way and then dives back into the blood. What do you do? Uh, so seeing his erstwhile best friend jump into the river of blood, um, famous me. Civil War battle. Yes. We were just talking about Ulysses Grant in the, in the green room. We were. We had a long discussion about Ulysses Grant. Battle of Vicksburg. Yes. Beautiful. Read about it. Uh, I am going... Beautiful? Not yeah. beautiful. It, from a military strategic perspective. Come on, folks. Beautiful? So I'm going to jump into the river of blood. <laughs> jump in. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, double right. move. You want to move past your... Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to double move. Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like one, two... I think I can get right past Halster ah. and behind Atticus. And yeah, my my breathing clock resets. So yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll a fortitude Fortitude save. save. What? Why not? Uh, 15... You're all right. Oh, my God. All right. You're all right, LaRusso. You know who's not all right? Joe O'Brien, always. Oh, boy. What do you want to do, buddy? You pushed ahead. Boldly. I'm going to keep pushing. You've had enough of this shit. Right. And he thinks that it's thinning up ahead, so he's going to keep pushing. Keep pushing. So another 20 feet, and that's 15 feet. So I still have one more square there where it ends. All right, this is what I can tell you. Because you have, you have boldly moved forward. You see that the wall of blood ends. See? We're fine. The wall of blood seems like it just ends. Like someone shaved it with a knife. And you're a step away from getting out of it. He's going to push through. You push through and you see... You have dark vision, right? Yes. How many feet? 60. Awesome. 70 That's away. bad for me. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to overuse the metaphor. Oh, no. What oh. is that? What is that? Oh, no. A couple things are definitely going to happen oh, here. Oh, no. Uh, oh, man. This is great that it's Joe. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. And his wife's here to see it. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> 
Okay, so <laughs> you you jump in there. You're now you can breathe normally. <gasps> But you see that there's a, a, a river of blood on the floor leading all the way up to a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, that's what you want to see. That's exactly what you want to see in this situation. And it looks like sitting in the wheelchair is a rather rotund person with its back to you. Oh, no. Oh. And you just see blood dripping from the bottom of the wheelchair running a trail straight up to the wall of blood and then defying gravity and filling up this Oh, way. no. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm really scared. You know, in addition to that, there are worn old chairs, small tables set with the scattered pieces of simple games laying scattered about the oh, room. no. You see a serving hatch in the north wall open into a darkened space beyond. You can only see this because you have the dark vision. If any of your party was there, they wouldn't see any of this. And then beyond the wheelchair person, you see vast glass windows just dominating the eastern wall, beyond which a jaundiced kaleidoscope swirls hypnotically. Yeah. And there's a coppery smell permeating the room. From the blood. Oh, I was, yeah. Blood. When you step out onto that trail of blood, you take that all in for a second, but then right in front of you, the trail of blood rises up and slams into you to push you back. Oh, no. It's going to be a CMD check here. Uh, 30 against your CMD? Oh, my God. I'll give you a second to look up of a 30... If that wave of gore with a 30 will push you at all. That, that, that hits. That hits. Um, what is your CMD? Did I hit by more than five? My CMD is 12. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? You do have an eight strength. Mine's 15. Yeah, that's right. So I beat you by uh, 18. All right, so you're pushed back 15 feet directly straight back into the blood. Oh, I'm so sick of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just boom, you're hit by it. You don't take any physical damage, but you are pushed backwards. Back into the blood. Next round. Wow. Mrs. O'Lady. Mrs. O'Lady, I'm sure you, even without your dark vision, you can kind of see this through this opaque wall of blood that James went up and then very quickly came back. I said James. I meant Atticus. Um, Okay, so Mrs. O'Lady is going to move. She has to double move, uh, but she'll get right up to the edge. Actually, no, she'll stop right by the door. Okay. She's still a double move. She just won't use her full complement of movement. Fair enough. Uh, and you're already sick, so I'm not going to have you roll a fortitude Can I do a knowledge check on the slam? No, I don't think you saw it. I didn't see it? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you saw it from where you're sitting. So please stop slowing down the show with those questions. <laughs> Halster Price, I need a fortitude save. Can you fail one save? Oh, Jinx! Jinx! A four. Oh, no! For a we total of a nine. We did it, L.A. He's sick. Uh. You're sick, Grant. Uh. Even with that giant body, it's coursing through you. You're sick. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, sickly, uh, Halster will move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. He'll get through the door, and he will 
sidestep it because he remembers Ooh. sidestepping it before. He didn't see anything that happened here, but he remembered going into another room and knowing it was a straight line. He'll get kind of a sense of the room, though he has normal I don't know what vision. he's talking about either. I have no idea. What, what do you mean? I don't know. You're, I, you do you. Go, go, <laughs> I, go. I, I got out of the way of this thing. The, the river of blood. Didn't you not, try to. But it didn't go into the other room. So. It raises up and tries to push you back as you try okay. to side say, hey, maybe I'll fail, Grant. No. 29 against No, Andy? that's and that's above five. Just pushes you back in Damn it. to the wall. Uh, you know, I will say, once you know that this shit is happening, you can move diagonally to avoid it. That's what I was trying to do. But you didn't know, man. You were metagaming. I remember. You were metagaming. I remembered. I... 3,000 people. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> Let me take control of the screen. When I stepped into this room, uh-huh. the river of blood did not follow me. So I said I was going to step diagonally in in order to avoid it the right. same way. This morning when Grant and I are at Soul Cycle, I was admiring his ability <laughs> to stretch. <laughs> 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 and I did, and I had a great workout. <laughs> you are the worst. Okay, so so what happens? I go back 10 feet? You go back, uh, yeah, we'll say that you bump into Mrs. O'Lady and she permanently dies. Um, I'm going to take a swift <laughs> action, as is my right. This is my right, Your Honor. My birthright. I, I lost my D6. Can I borrow your D6? Yes. All right. Thank you. I'm That's gonna... an official glass cannon D6, by it, the way. It, in, in a battle fervor, uh, Houser heals himself for four points. <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't know why you people... No, no, that's totally fair. I don't want to die either. Uh, So, yeah, that's his turn. It's great that you healed yourself and tried to cheat. You're really letting them know (laughs) what it's like to be around the table. Hey, man. There's only one way to keep a character alive through five books so far. That's true. true. Hey, spoiler alert. Uh, All right. Aldo Casimir. Aldo. Roll a perception check. Uh, Perception check. Oh, six. Okay. Yeah. Roll a fortitude save. All right. Let's get them all sick. One more fail. Oh, 11. Sick. Oh, no. Sick. No. You're all sick. No. Oh, God. Uh, what do you want to do, Aldo? You're, you, you, you're, finally, you succumb to this. It, it got in through your nostrils, and it's infected yeah, you. I, yeah, I don't feel well. No. I am, I'm going to push my way through this river of blood. Okay. Uh... Uh, and I can think just get just on the other side of the door. Okay, now here's the thing. The wall does come up to hit you. Uh, 22 against your CMD. Uh, yeah. It hits you. However, you just slam into Halster. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Halster takes one hit point of damage from that slam. Wow. Oh, no. But you are in the room standing in that river of blood. Do you have any more movement left? No, that's it. That's brutal. Yeah. Speaking of brutal, Joe, what do you want to do here? You he now know. Stepping into that little trail. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, so he's going to move up. Okay. And sidestep. Little sidestep a Uh, Yeah, and I want to do a knowledge check, if I may. Is it religion on the slamming thing, or is it uh, all one and the same with the blood? Give me a... Give me an arcana. arcana. I'll let you roll arcana on that. Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> 14. Well, 
I'll tell you that whatever was happening there, it, it, it seemed to mimic a spell that you might have heard of called Hydraulic Push. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have heard of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is all connected to what is happening in the room. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. There's, no one's casting that spell on you. Yeah. Um, that's all you know. Okay. You want to do anything else? Um, yes. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to move over here. I, I didn't know if I had movement left, but I do. Okay. So it took a full move action to get to the end, and then another move action to get up to there. Okay. Now you he s- wants to get closer to this wheelchair situation and see if it'll stop. Uh, show me your yeah. extent of dark vision to the south, because I'm going to oh. feel a Ooh. little more good, buddy. Ooh. Okay. Will do. Oh yeah, that's nice. It's plenty. Yeah. Thirty feet. Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Just trying yeah. to change my map here. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Show it. Show it. <laughs> this shouldn't take this long. I can't get it to... Uh, sorry. There. Sorry. That's what you see. You see the hallway stretches down. You see <laughs> okay. a door there to the left. You're the only one that sees this, though, because the rest of them are human, and it's you're pitch a filthy black. rat. All right. Pitch black. Um, okay. New round. Mrs. O'Lady. All right, Mrs. O'Lady is, is going to take the same path Atticus did. Okay. I assume I can see that he got into the room. Fair enough. Um, so I will move in, I'll move up behind him, and then I will cast light on my cane. Nice. Ooh, light on your cane. What's the radius on that, 20 feet? 20 feet. All right, let's put a little uh, bubble on you. little 20-foot bub. Tell me if you can see this. And not... No. No, no. I didn't do no. it yet. No. <laughs> you see that? No, yes. There, yes. there we go. That's some great map work, Grant. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that all you want to do? Whoa, Move in a standard. Hard. Okay. Move in a standard. I see it on my screen. I'm so sorry. Halster Price. What do you want to do, man? Halster. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, what do you want to no, do? what do you want to do? Pass out those beers? Would you like one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are these? I'm getting a little parched over here. Down in one. Race beer. Race beer. Tell us what you want to do, Matthew. Can I roll a knowledge check? On what? The slam. Uh, yeah. Or I can't see the guy in the wheelchair, so. Or I, spellcraft? No, it's no, because it's, it's dim light for 20 feet beyond the radius. Oh. Of the yeah, so. so you actually can see, and it looks like an old woman. Okay. Sitting there, but you just see her back, as scary as it could possibly be. All right. Well, then, I'll roll a perception check. Yeah. Natty 19. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. For a 27. Okay. What are you, what are you looking for? What's going on? Are they awake? Yeah. Or is she, does she have any control over this thing? Is she the source of the haunt? Is she quietly laughing? <laughs> Do you remember that episode of Webster? Yes, yes. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Anybody watch Webster? Yeah. There was an episode of Webster when they lived in that crazy house. Yeah. And he kept walking upstairs and he saw, like, a little girl sitting in a rocking chair. Yeah. It's a terrifying episode of yeah. Webster. Yeah. And he kept thinking it was a little girl and he'd, like, walk up and talk to her and then come to find out it was just a doll. I'm not saying this is a doll. I'm just saying you don't know if that person in the chair is alive, dead, a person. You just see... What is that? To why today's the anniversary? <laughs> today's the anniversary of you just see that the... episode of Webster. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ma'am and George are in the audience. Uh, you just see the back of this person. It looks human, but there's this weird trail of blood that is just defying gravity across the room. You don't know. Unless you walk up there and take a peek. I'm out of, I'm out of actions. All right, then. What about Halster Price, the bravest man in all of the asylum? Halster Price, come on, Halster Price! Halster is going to take a diagonal step in a, in a nifty little move and then move 15, 20, 25 feet in and then cast, because it's so dim, I think, right now, right? Uh, well, I can see at the end of the dimness, right? Yeah. Dim light. Can I do perception? Yeah, sure. Or a knowledge real a cracked eye. Uh, three on the perception. <laughs> yeah, you don't know, man. <laughs> and that perception was so bad, I can't do a follow-up or lidge, right? No, no, no. I don't like it. All right, so uh, Halster is going to double move to that person. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. God! And in the dim light, what does he see? In the dim light, you're standing behind the wheelchair. <laughs> Take one step closer. This is so awful. And another step, and you slowly turn to look. And you see an old woman (laughs) who's just sitting there with her mouth open like... Oh, no. Blood's coming out of her mouth? No. There's an open wound on her chest. Oh, no. It's just like... It looks like it exploded out. And blood is leaking from that hole right where her heart is. Down to the bottom of the chair. Oh, Forming this river of blood that turns into a hallway of blood. That is not all of Halster's turn. Halster will swift action reach out and cast a blessing to cure action on this, which I think is on foot so far. May I borrow that D6 one more time? Thank you. See what happens. Four points of healing, maybe damage to this positive energy. Yeah, positive energy. Positive energy. So you touch this woman. You that, touched it? Yeah, you have to touch it if you want to heal it, right? Her. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. And what is this? It's a healing spell? It's kind of like a... Yeah, it's, it's blessing, which uh, gives a war priest the ability to have uh, uh, different blessings. But this one is just reaching out, touching, healing someone for fervor. I'm sorry, it's fervor. So you reach out and you just like touch her to heal and as the white light of healing enters her body you like snap back oh no and for a moment you are transported to a different place and time god damn it (laughs) I like it here I wanted to be here killing the the taunt you just like wake up from your slumber and you're in a bed you instinctively look down at your legs and thankfully there are no leeches bleeding you dry this time. You look at your arms and your legs and you notice that you are unchained and unrestrained. The bed is clean. There's no blood stains. The linens are clean and, and starched and even your skin feels clean. You look down, you don't see any noticeable cuts or openings. Lavender notes waft about and the staccato notes of a crackling log fill the air. May all your logs be smooth. 
You look around, clearly unsure of where you are and, and, and not expecting to be here in this seemingly pleasant place. You run your hands through your hair and, and you realize that it's cut neatly. It doesn't remotely resemble the oiled, caked rat's nest it had festered into over months of your previous medical care. Your fingers outline the contours on your face to find smoothly shaved skin, smooth and supple chin. You sit up from your bed, half expecting to wake up from this dream as part of a cruel recursive joke sliding further down Phorasma's spiral, but it's no dream. This is real. Reality endures and yet somehow confounds as the room awaiting you at the foot of the bed contains an enormous marble hearth with a raging fire contained behind a flame gate. Next to the hearth, an elaborate table is set upon a massive mahogany frame. There are two places set with elegant meals, looks like venison cutlet, hearty red bean stew, and verdant field squash. Nice. I love good descriptive food and fantasy novels. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, it sounds so delicious. Martin does it the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George R. Martin, yeah. You wanted to eat those meals. But can we put all that on our rider for like the next show? <laughs> Pigeon Burning Field Squad. <laughs> yeah. For, <laughs> Ten cases of Bud Light and Verdant Field Squad. <laughs> yeah. And then if it's not there, if there's no Verdant Field Squash, we know they're not really right. paying attention. We just want hearty red bean stew and hookers. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Matthew will kill them all. <laughs> we'll clean up after we're done. The wine glasses are filled with what seems to be uh, like a yellow liquid. It's too yellow to be white wine. You don't think about it too much. You reel and spin at the sight of such extravagance that seems to be meant for you, overwhelmed by the certainty that this has to be some sort of trap and that you don't deserve this. Speaking of a trap... (laughs) That shirt looks great on him. Whoa. They haven't earned it. (laughs) As you turn, you see a full-length mirror... Next to your headboard come into view, filigreed on silver and gold, and in it you see yourself looking the healthiest you've looked in ages. You see that you have discernible muscle mass undercut by the arch of your spine, but you struggle to even look yourself directly in the eye like some poor beaten dog. Slowly but surely your eyes trace the lines of this new body that you weren't expecting to see and they trace along until they reach the intersection of your sleeping pants and your hip line and you see a red incision a long red incision just compromising your frame just as you begin to scrutinize that and the rest of the room a door opens somewhere with a long eerie creak Ah, I see my future champion has awoken. Good. We have much to discuss. And you're pulled back into this room, and you look at this old woman who's just sitting there, 
gently shaking as the positive energy reels through her. <laughs> what was that like? I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> I just, I just peed. <laughs> that, but she doesn't. The, the the haunt does not end. But it looks like she was affected by it. Sure does, good buddy. Uh, okay, great. Troy, what? Do you want to know? I just found out that episode of Webster. Yeah. In less than a month, it will be the 35th anniversary. Oh, Aaron. Whoa! I just yeah. got chills. We don't see Webster around these parts no more. <laughs> no, but they say on a cool, clear night, just like tonight, you call his name, he comes flying down. Emmanuel on the wind. You can hear it. That, that's all. No, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Watch that episode. It's, it's terrifying. No, it sounds too terrifying. It's a very next time on a very special Webster. Um... His uncle, by the way, was played by Ben Vereen, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, that's true. That's true. And he was a deadbeat, just like the real Ben Vereen. Untrue. He means the, no, 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 he means no, no, the no. Wolverine. No, no, no. Wait, Ben Vereen was the uncle on Different Strokes, wasn't he? Was he? He yeah. was the uncle on Webster as well. I don't know. Oh, they all love potatoes. I would okay. stake my career on it. Let's take a <laughs> massive pause and look all this up. Aldo, it's your turn. IMDb uh, it, Matthew. Yeah, I'm working thanks, on it. Matthew. What do you want to do, man? Uh, Aldo, no, I'm not going to do any shots. We have to, you have to earn them. What is Aldo, <laughs> Aldo is, so he sees that his best friend is up there struggling with this. Uh, he sees what he did. So he is going to take a five-foot step. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to move out of the way of this river of blood. Smart. And he is going to move up to clo- within 10 feet of this creature, whatever this thing is. Yeah, you get up there just as uh, Halster's hand is coming off of her, and you can see it looks like a woman. You can kind of see the edge of a explosion where her heart should be. And he doesn't know what this is. He has no knowledge of religion, so he is going to throw a bomb. Jesus uh, Christ. That's right. how I, I treat my best friends. When in doubt, bomb it right here, right next to her. Uh, like and uh, that is... Yeah, I, I hit the square. <laughs> so she, unless she makes a reflex save, uh, she is hit by minimum damage of the How's the reflex save of the haunt in the wheelchair? Right. <laughs> Surpri- she's surprisingly agile. Yeah. Uh, no, you, the, bomb, the bomb hits, smoke spreads out, it starts to thin, and she's still sitting there. Okay. Atticus Grimm, the most creative player in the history of the game. Thank you. At a time when we need you the most. Appreciate that. Come through with something great. Um, He's just going to start moving up. So 10 feet, and then he's going to... uh, He's going to try to... Use his scent ability to see if there's any smell coming off of this creature. Like, if there's any actual corporeal smell coming from her, or if it's a pure illusion, basically. Okay. You smell copper. You smell blood. 
You smell it and coming off It smells off like real blood and it's... As well, yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, it appears to be real. You just saw Aldo throw a bomb. The bomb dissipated and she didn't even flinch from it. Yeah. Uh, you okay. also don't feel like you're any, in any danger at the moment. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as you're not standing in that trail of blood, this wheelchair person doesn't appear to be attacking you. Okay. Uh, knowledge check? Yeah. Uh, what kind of knowledge? Ar- arcana? Or religion? Okay. Whatever you... Yeah. I, I feel like you've, you've rolled these. What are you trying to, what are you trying to discern? Uh, I'm trying to discern if there's any impact that could be had from something other than positive energy. If there's any energy or uh, anything besides positive energy which could disrupt the haunt, yeah, you don't believe so. Uh, okay. Unless you, you, you know, you've now dealt with enough haunts. Maybe you've spent some time talking to Halster, who has a little more experience and knowledge in this area. Divine magic. Yeah, you know that like what he did is one way to kill it or get rid of it. Um, the other thing that you can do with haunts is find a way to, you know, satiate whatever caused the haunt in the first place. Right, right. But you, you know, you just don't know. You're just sitting. There. All right. Uh, so, uh, all right. Well, then he's gonna he's gonna move up. I'm just gonna try something. He's gonna move up, and he's going to attempt. Now, this is obviously not whatever. He's gonna go up, and he's going to attempt to cast a ray of frost. And freeze the hole where the blood is dripping out. Okay. See if he can't like freeze up that hole, like Iron Man that hole. Yeah, and stop it from being a source. Why of don't you blood Iron dripping. Man that hole? <laughs> <laughs> so you soldier boy, tell him. <laughs> you 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 shoot it out there and you freeze it over, and uh, it forms like a, a sort of ice cave over it for a second. But the blood just keeps leaking. Wow, I know right that. It breaks yeah. through it. Okay. Yeah. I'm shocked that didn't work. <laughs> I'm so shocked. <laughs> I had a feeling it didn't, yeah. wasn't in the book like, and if, <laughs> if they cast Ray of Frost yeah. on it. If the player cast Ray of Frost on the haunt, <laughs> the following happened. <laughs> it's, a, it's just pages of yeah. what if they cast <laughs> yeah. Ray of Frost. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that it's stopping that blood is key, I think. Stopping the dripping blood, other than positive energy. I just, I don't know. I yeah, don't there know is. Either. There's always like one thing, like oh, they put her doll back on the shelf or whatever. Like, right. she'll be fine. Are there any right. dolls around? Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's dolls everywhere. <laughs> what about shelves? <laughs> no, it's all shelves and dolls. Damn it! Put in her VHS of the episode of Webster. <laughs> <laughs> that is what satisfies the haunt. If you put on that exact episode, you know of that Webster. is a good question. Is there anything she's looking at? Yeah, perception yeah. check, my boy. They're like straight ahead up on that wall. Yeah, roll or- perception. Uh, my God, nine! Come I, on, only single digits besides that eighteen. Nine, yeah. I mean, it just you see outside windows outside. It's just these the swirling yellow fog. Um, oh, and doing that scent, I didn't detect any other sort of smells of, of other people or no, anything in the no. okay. And that's why I said, like, you don't feel like you're in danger right now. You just feel like you're facing uh, an extraterrestrial puzzle yeah. that you're... He's just going to watch Halster go to work okay. mm. for the moment. Well, it is uh, Mrs. O'Lady's turn. Okay. Um, Mrs. O'Lady is going to move up next to the wheelchair. 
Okay. Uh, uh, that's one move action. And then can I do a perception check around the room and see if I see anything that, uh, that might be a, another source of the haunt? I don't know. Yeah. Ten. If you could just roll a good perception check. <laughs> oh, wait. I can throw inspiration on it. Sixteen. Okay. Ooh. Big. You don't really see anything. You, you, uh... you know what you do see are like little... Uh, Paper cups about this small, empty all over the floor. Yeah, little shot glasses. Little shot glasses. No, but they're paper, like something you'd hand a patient with pills in it or something. They're all over the, scattered all over the floor. But they're, you don't see any pills, they're just empty paper cups. Okay, uh, until I have a better plan, what I'm going to do is reach out and for my next move action, I'm going to turn the chair. So I'm going to try to move her so she's not facing the windows. You're going to touch the chair? Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. No. Oh, no. How dare you? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> I don't know. A flashback? A hooker dies? <laughs> it's, a, it's a flashback. <laughs> it's, it's a flashback. You touch the chair and you go to turn it, and as you do, you're taken back, and now you're in, yet again, a library. The stacks, ancient tomes mixed with leather-bound volumes and rolled sheafs of parchment line the shelves. Unlike the room you were just in, there's a pleasant smell in the air. It's mid-morning. Single streams of sunlight somehow make their way to lance at the hardwood floors. Sitting at a table is a small boy, maybe seven or eight years old. His eyes gape with excitement and wonder because laid out on the table before him, their corners weighted down by candlesticks, other books, and a couple apples are maps, maps upon maps, maps depicting every known corner of Galarian. His fingers trace the river-esque through Belkson. Oh. Oh. Then he... Leaps his touch across the world to the flat expanse of Osirian. His mouth falls open. This is the whole world, he says. An old woman, her eyes twinkling with devious delight, hobbles out from the stacks, balancing a stack of atlases in one hand and herself on top of her cane with the other. She is, of course, Mrs. O'Lady. The one and only. Or, as she is known in this particular room, Grandma. What? The whole world. Isn't it remarkable? Intelligent people have set this down for us to discover again and again right here in this library. Grandma, what's this? Mrs. O'Lady tips the stack of atlases onto the table and glances down at the map. Oh, that's the Gallowspire. What's this? The Isle of Terror. Your grandfather. Let's just say he spent a week there one night. <laughs> but that's for another time. Your, your father. And, and, and this? Well, what does it say? The boy scrutinizes the map and sounds out the word he sees written down. Eye of Abendago. Very good. And there's nothing else? This is everything? It's, it's all right here? That's all we know. Maps are wonderful things. But mostly, 
They just tell you about the person who it is that drew the map. What they favored, what they were embarrassed to admit they didn't know. The real trick starts to flip open several atlases. The real trick is to look at them all. And maybe if you look at enough, you can see what's really missing. The boy's eyes hopscotch from map to map, looking at everything. Mrs. O'Lady ruffles his hair. Yeah, look at how this one... And just when she says that, the door slams open. The candles on the table whoosh out in the force of a gust. Bottles fly off the table. <laughs> Shatter. Mrs. O'Lady's Bud Light falls yes. in. <laughs> a shard from the Bud Light flies up and kills the boy. <laughs> Mrs. O'Lady cries. Bitter irony. Yes. <laughs> killed, killed by Grandma's hourly Bud Light. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. She's retired. <laughs> She's retired. <laughs> Door whisks open, candles whoosh out. Mrs. O'Lady and her now dead grandson turn around. <laughs> a man stands in the doorway, his hands fretting into a, a twisted nest. Looks at Mrs. O'Lady is like, You're still here? We were just traveling the world. You need to leave now. We're not going to see anything now, in here. Now, Cartha. Mrs. O'Lady's spine stiffens. I don't work for you, Bastion. Please don't talk to me like that. The man, annoyed, just rolls his eyes. One thing. I ask you to do one thing. He was so excited. Maybe this doesn't interest you, but your son finds it fascinating, and... The man hears something from outside. He looks back to Mrs. O'Lady and his son... Out the back, now. Mrs. O'Lady blinks, but she stands her ground. The man sighs. Cartha, it's not safe. He turns to the boy, almost frenzied. Take your grandmother. Go, right now, right now. The boy reaches up and takes his grandmother's hand. Come on, Grandma. Papa says we need to go now. Mrs. O'Lady nods, but keeps her cold, unimpressed glare fixed on her son-in-law. She then softens and almost regal, allows her grandson to lead her out of the room. As she hobbles out toward the back entrance, she looks back at Bastion, her son-in-law, this nervous, humorless man, and watches him cast his gaze nervously about the room. And just as she reaches the door in the back with her grandson, she catches the brief glance of a hulking, almost inhuman-looking shadow approaching the library's entrance. You come back to the room and you perfunctorily turn the chair and just see this woman now staring to the north or the south. I wanted to point her so she's facing the river of blood. Right. To the west. That's so scary. Stop. Don't. Please stop. Oh, no. Please. Oh, man. I just had a flashback of, yeah, yeah. of, of our softball Every days. time you see us, yes. That's what she looks like. <laughs> what do you do, next person, the initiative? Halster Price! Halster heard that uh, Atticus wanted to see him work, 
So Halster says, Do it. Work, 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 work. Let me see that. Work, 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 work. And he uh, will it's empower. It's really odd that he does that. Yeah. <laughs> he just has, he loves Rihanna. And uh, he <laughs> will empower as a swift action his spontaneous casting of divine favor into cure light wounds. And we'll see what happens. Ooh, cure some on. light. Cure Come some on, light. Dude. Max damage. Mother pus bucket out of the box. Out of, out the, of box the box again. again. A total of eight points of healing. You touch her. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ah, The blood disappears. Yes! 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 Yeah, dude! Thank God. Thank God. Oh, no, no. Guess you thought that was a solo victory. (laughs) (laughs) I understand why. (laughs) That was really well done. It all just, the blood from the hallway then goes to the the line of blood on the floor and just gets sucked right back into her chest, like, (laughs) and she just sits there now, still frozen. Her chest cavity open, but no magicant blood flying all over the place. You're out of initiative order. Is she dead? She's been dead. <laughs> she's been dead. Now she wakes up, she's like, oh, what happened to Webster? <laughs> ben Breen was the uncle on Webster. Not different strokes. Oh. No. Sorry. All cool. right. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> You should leave now. You should. Uh, oh, man. Yes. You know, she's still very dead. She has a hole in her chest, Matthew. Is she still dead? You're <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. Oh, uh, she's still dead. Right. <laughs> Juilliard, everyone. Juilliard, yes. <laughs> what did they teach you? Come on. <laughs> Waste management? Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to do a heal check to make sure she's still dead. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, Aldo goes up and puts her in a headlock. Because he wants to have a flashback, too. She's just shaking her. <laughs> so I want to have a flashback. I don't want to get cheated. Oh, come on, you old bastard. Give me a flashback. Oh. <laughs> I walked on it for six hours the other day. <laughs> just wringing a flashback out of her. <laughs> get the flashback out of you. Her head pops off, but you don't have a flashback. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> It rolls away. Oh, horrifying. It was very oh, frail. Well. It was yeah. worth a shot. I it think. seems like it's been. She's been neutralized. Whatever you know, beyond the veil powers she was manifesting here, uh, Halster has neutralized at least for the moment. Um, and now she's badly bruised around her neck. The cups that are around. Is there the medication cups? They look like medication cups. But there's no medication left in any of them. No, that's too bad. Yeah. Yes. We have plenty of opium left. (laughs) You know what you do see to the north, though? You see, like, uh, one of those little windows, like, uh, from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You know, think of that room, like the day room in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Like, Nurse Ratchet would be standing behind that little thing. You could squeeze into it. There's not, like, a door there, but... uh, 
that's probably where we'd be like, here's your medication. <sighs> medication time. It was medication she, time. and does, it's not like she was the nurse distributing medication has been murdered and put in the chair as a kind of revenge. She's no, this a, looks like a, a, patient. a patient, yeah. Wearing a robe, soiled linens. Can I stick my head into the window and do a perception check? Yeah. I didn't know where you're going to have to like, Can I stick my head into her chest cavity? <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know. You're weird. <laughs> you just asked me if she was still dead. <laughs> it's a fantasy world, Troy. <laughs> Is she alive now? We literally take, like, repeated blows from swords and are still standing, and then we just heal magically. It's true. You're still dumb. All right, so you stick your, <laughs> you stick your head through that thing, and you feel like you could... Uh, maybe James could squeeze through. I don't think you could, you could squeeze your body through, but it's enough for you to, like, peek in. Roll perception check. 29. 29. Ooh, nice. All right. You actually hear scuffling about... And hear like Don't interrupt. <laughs> Let him finish. This sounds identical to what was happening like two minutes before the show. That's very true. <laughs> show yourself. And the sounds move away. Atticus is going to jump through the window. Ooh, oh my god. Okay. Holy. Scramble. <laughs> scramble up, squeeze in through the window. Wow. <laughs> you jump through the window. Oh no. That your allies can't fit through. <laughs> Let's roll it back. You know like those scenes in a movie where somebody does something and then it flashes to them and they were just thinking about doing it but didn't actually do it? <laughs> no, I've That's never... That's what it was. Yeah. I've, never, I've never seen that. Classic. You see a low desk sitting behind a window that passes into a room beyond the, the nurse's station. And behind it, this empty door frame opens into a ransacked storage room the floor is covered with broken glass and opalescent stains, and you see pills and drugs all over the place. You smell uh, opium smoke mm. in the air, and you see one, two, three apostles in Orpiment. Oh, oh my no. God. Oh. Fucked up out of their minds. Oh, no. Oh and they see God. you, and they look terrified, and they're just like, ah! And they all rush at you. Oh, come on. Roll for initiative. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're killing them. We're killing them tonight. There's three of them. How did I not see that through the window? There's three of them? Three of them. Let me show you the room. This is horrible. No, it's not good. I'm going to kill you. Wait, am I where I'm supposed to be? Is that me jumping through the window and yes. I'm there? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll oh allow dear. it. Oh, God. Uh, oh, man. Oh, this man. is this is very bad. Come on, D20. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, I was not expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm prepared for it. 
Uh, all right, let's talk to me, Mrs. O'Lady. Uh, seven. Seven, okay. Terrible. Uh, Halster Price. Thirteen. Thirteen? Aldo Casimir. It'll be a strong fifteen. A strong Casimir. fifteen. And Poops McGee. Thirteen. Thirteen for Poops. Oh, man. Oh, man. There. Hey, uh, Joe, guess who's going first? All three of them? You got it, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. Oh, no. All right. Well, what's going to ha- uh, help in your favor is there's not a ton of room in this room. Uh, however, there's enough for them to squeeze in. This one comes in. Uh, you haven't acted yet, so he fans out a little bit to the right here. Uh, sorry, my map isn't completely aligned, but just go with me. And he swings his crowbar. No. <laughs> nope. You will go with me. <laughs> he swings his crowbar at you. Joe, you might die this. Oh, man, yeah. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh, okay, no. and if you're flat-footed, that's going to be sneak attack damage. Oh, no. Ooh. That hits harder so than opium. sorry. So six points of regular and four points of sneak attack damage. Oh, no. Holy la, shit. La, 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 la. This one comes up. Ooh, uh, Natty 18. That'll be a hit. Question, are you still flat-footed? Oh, yeah, you are. It's the first one uh, Seven points of regular. And uh, max damage on the sneak attack. Six points of sneak oh attack. Oh my god! Holy shit! Oh my god! How are you? Uh, how are you looking? I know you're having a good time with all this, but it's kind of <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah, how, yeah. how is it that all? Like, I we know they're there. Uh-huh. I'm diving into uh-huh. active combat. Right? Like, how do I? How is? How what's am I flat roll, footed? What's your role for initiative? All right, that's fine. Uh, he's unconscious and dying. I just I, I have it written oh, down no. here somewhere. Oh no! He's unconscious and dying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's one more of them. He stays back. Bullshit. Well, he is on drugs. He stays back. For now, holds his action. He stays back with the drugs. With the drugs. Aldo Casimir, you just hear bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and you hear a rat die. Okay. So I look. Are you kidding me right Before now? I do anything, I look through the window. I want to get a look at these things, get a, as clear a picture of the situation as I can. Uh-huh. Uh, can I do a, either a heal or a craft alchemy to see what kind of drugs they're on? Uh, yeah. How about a heal check? Uh, that is a 19. All right. Well, they appear to be paranoid. Um, you can smell opium in the air, but you can also see if you're, you know, if you get up there. <laughs> you Thank also you. see pills everywhere, so they might have just been taking a. a a horrible cocktail of Thank drugs. Thank you. Thank you. They're paranoid, and uh, they're already. Uh, Distressed individuals. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was about to say, if they're on opium, this would not be a fair fight. Uh, all right. So I, Aldo is just, oh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna help you. And like he's like just out of desperation. Uh, goes over to the door. Move action. Move over the door. Oh and my god. Move action. Oh. Opens the door. Oh my god. You are the man. Yeah. So it's gonna get crazy. Yeah. So what'd you do? 
You walked over. <laughs> move to over to the door. Move action. Open the door. Do you remember when everyone in the audience chanted TPK? Because <laughs> I think that's. Stay classy, Los Angeles. Don't you don't have to do it again. We already did it the one time. You don't have to do it again. All right, so oh man, this is gonna get off the rails. No, no, no. Who knows this adventure? (laughs) Five people. Their faces didn't look great. I think one of them, when I jumped through the window, said, You're going to die. I heard it. <laughs> and I jumped through the window. I think they know the adventure. You're going to die. All right, so Aldo, you don't have dark vision. I don't. So you're kind of stumbling around in the dark anyway, but I, I, you can see as you get closer, like, there's a door here. You saw that there was a door here while they were... Well, Mr. well I'm in the light anyway. I mean... Oh, yeah, you're in the light. All right, yeah. so you see the door, right? You open up that door. You're in a dark room, but there is dim light. You open up that door to pure inky blackness no. that you cannot see through. Well, that's it. That's the end of my turn. That's the end of your turn. The door's open, though. Woo! Halster Price. You're going to heal yourself? Holy shit. Uh, so Halster will cast Cure Light Wounds on himself. <laughs> no, he'll use... <laughs> He'll use the the extent of his movements. (laughs) At least I don't hold all the time. Barry, stay. Oh, fun. For 35 episodes. Grant, he's he's dying. I know. So Halser gets up. actually kick him while he's down? Halser moves up to the door and tries to assess the situation and will do a perception check within the light of Mrs. O'Lady's glow to see if he can see. That's not a door. You realize that, right? It's a window. I know. But when God closes a door, he opens a window. That's the saying, anyway. No one closed the door! Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I opened the door. How do open the door? <laughs> so Does for- the window close if I open the door? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll do Bible study later. Uh, Houser's going to do a perception check. 14 on the die for a 17 in the room. He wants to see what the situation is, but he also wants to know if he can squeeze into this area right here to be next to Atticus. All right, so you want to try and squeeze through. I already said it looks like it's tough, like Atticus is able to get through. Yeah. Um, But you want to try to squeeze through. And I want to stand, like, right next to the opium-smoking murderer in front of him. I wouldn't jump too far ahead. I think it's going to be tough to get through there. I know. Come on, man. I'm looking. I want to save you, buddy. I appreciate it. Push through. And if not... You know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow you to to crawl through the serving hatch. You know what? I want to make sure. Atticus is able to get through without it being difficult terrain. It's going to be difficult terrain for you. Oh, okay. So if I move up to where Mrs. O'Lady is, that's five feet. If I move through the door, that's an additional ten feet. It's a window, but yes. When I'm sharing... God opens doors and windows all the time. Uh, when I when I get through, I want to live in that world. When I get yeah. when I get to the point where Atticus is, I am currently spent at fifteen feet. But I'll take one more diagonal step here. Okay, that's going right. to provoke unless you want to try to avoid the attack of opportunity. Can I just simply step into Atticus's space and attempt to heal him and then move if he gets up? You know that you can't. 
No, I, you I know don't. that you can't do that. This is an unusual Stop. circumstance. So yeah, Stop. sure, I will leave a threatened square and provoke Troy. Just fucking roll the die, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Here comes the crowbar. <laughs> Fuck you. You get oh. so you get so mad. <laughs> it's a nine. Okay, it misses. All right. Unhittable, this guy. So I've used all of my prepared spells as cure spells, but I have one last dose of fervor. And as a swift action, this might be the worst. Halster reaches out to Atticus <laughs> and heals him. Oh, you're for the man. how much? For please thank let you, it be a little Skid, bit for the die. Five Ooh. points of healing. Okay, juicy. 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 All right. Juicy fruit. It gets right to it. Okay. It's soft. It gets right to you. Uh, The guy that didn't go is going to move up and go now. He's going to charge with the crowbar at Halster Price. Through the doorway? Is that a doorway? Could you clear up the map maybe? Because it looks like it's a wall. Wait, you might be right, which I'll give you a little AC bonus. A big AC bonus. I'm behind a fucking wall. You just lost your AC bonus. <laughs> you just lost your AC bonus. <laughs> oh, no, that looks like a pretty open space to me. Okay, yes? well, if you had done your job and cleared the map. Natty 16. Total? Natty 16. Total? Uh, for a 19. That's a hit. Four points of damage. Okay. Glad I healed myself earlier. You know it's going to be good when Grant's really mad. Yeah. Joe's dead. Grant's mad. It's happening. It really is. It's a good barometer. Like when Grant starts to get real honestly pissed off. Yeah. You know things are going bad. Like real bad. Are you unconscious still? Yeah. But not dying. But I am anymore. Right. Okay. Good. So you just... I think it's the best possible result. You, unless they yeah, murder me while I'm yeah. down, which is fine. You jump through that. I mean, they're, they're totally sane and normal. I'm sure they'll make the right call. Uh, you dive through there, and they just come up like with a crazed look in their eyes, ah, with crowbars, and just start pounding you into the ground. You, boom, hit the ground, unconscious, dying. And all of a sudden, you wake up. What? And you're sitting at a small work table in a basement. You see a low ceiling closing in on you, and you look around to see the room is spare, except for a cast iron coal furnace smoldering in the middle of the room. You have a book out, and it's open on the table next to your spell book. The spine of the book reads The Tapestry of Madness. But right now your attention is turned to your spell book with a page turned open full of crazy arcane symbols and you see the words silent image in several different languages. Atticus, you take your finger and you you trace along the lines of the arcane symbol and then you attempt to reproduce it in the air in front of you. You go back to the spell book and look. You turn to the tapestry of madness, madness back to the spell book, back, back and forth. You mutter an incantation under your breath and you see this broken, like Picasso-esque image of yourself appear 10 feet away from you. You're upset. You know this wouldn't fool anyone. So you tell it to go away, and, and you try again. 
it's not quite right. Over and over, you try to make this illusory double of yourself, and over and over again, it's wrong. It's the wrong color fur, bizarrely, bizarrely long arms, white eyes with no irises or pupils. You just can't nail it. And each time you fail, you add a different scratch into the insane-looking symbol in your spell book for Silent Image. You attempt it again now. And you look. And instead of an image of you, a broken image of you, like you've become accustomed to seeing over the past hour or so, you see a standing stone. (laughs) You just look at it. Just completely transfixed. You're staring at it, dumbfounded. This isn't an image of you. You're looking at the book. This wasn't right. You stand up and you and you cautiously walk towards it. And the illusion just persists the whole time. As you get close, you see that there's a crude door etched onto the stone. You reach out to touch it, knowing that you shouldn't be able to interact with a silent image. It should just dissipate once you interact with it, but it stays. It stays long enough for you to open the door on the stone. You open it and you step in to pure blackness and close the door behind you. And as it clicks shut, the illusion vanishes and we see that Atticus has stepped into a burning cast iron furnace and closed the door behind him. That's where we found him. You're stabilized from Halster's healing, but you are on the brink of death. It is Mrs. O'Lady's turn. Um, Okay. Uh, Mrs. O'Lady is going to... (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. Uh, Mrs. O'Lady is going to say, Halster, pass him to me. Halster, pass him to me. And then she is going to... uh, like that. She's going to cast... Fireball uh, on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Halster and Atticus die. I wish wish that we had leveled up. Uh, (laughs) No. So she'll just do a mind thrust on the center uh, dude. On that guy, okay. So, uh, will you roll a will save for me? No. Uh, 13. You fail. Yes! Oh! Yes! 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 Seven points of damage. Wow! And then All right. she'll say, Be gone, fools! Yes. Be gone, fools. They're already messed up. Yeah. And, and you I, went after their mind. And I just made their mind hurt a lot. Yeah. You're having a bad trip. Run home. <laughs> Get in your own bed. Well, it's their turn. Go home, hug, hug a speaker. Listen to some Almond Brothers. <laughs> it's their turn now, and they're upset with you. As well they should be. Atticus is unconscious and dying. I feel like they can stand on his space, but I didn't let you do it. Well, uh, it's difficult terrain by the rules of the game. That's all it yeah. is. They can stand there if they want. Well, I think what he's going to try to do is he's going to try to squeeze out 
into the room here and provoke from Mrs. O'Lady. Oh, wow. But does Mrs. O'Lady have a uh, weapon out? I have my sword cane in my hand. Yeah, take a shot. Well, I haven't drawn the sword. So I could, oh, I could hit him with the cane. Go. You get out of here! Yeah, you. <laughs> Run! Stay away! You brute! You brute! You vicious brute! Stay away from my purse! Does a 12 hit? Uh, no. Then I don't oh, hit. Shit. But I bet this will. Wait, so you're, what are you, you're, you're squeezing through the window? Yes. And that you just got, oh, because you call it difficult terrain. Yeah, and I'm going to swing at you with a 16. Uh, that is a miss. No! Oh, yes. Well! Nice. This is a fady. This dude steps up and swings at Halster. I think I got you, buddy. 18? Exactly. Oh, oh. come on. Six points of damage. Brutal. Oh, boy. You guys all laughed at my healing earlier, but look at this. <laughs> all paid off. Uh, it is Aldo Casimir's turn. Right, so Aldo looks around through the door that he just opened and sees that there is no lights. He's hoping, is it, they're, they're wondering if there might be a light source on the other side of the door. There it's isn't. looking into blackness. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, there's no... He's got to fumble around in the darkness. So he moves back over here. And he sees Mrs. Alayda being menaced by one of these people bearing their crew bars. And she's like, get away from my old lady friend. And pops a bomb off of his belt. And he's, uh, he's going to throw it right at this person, even yeah. though it's going to do splash damage to Mrs. O'Lady. Wow. I'm not uh, in great shape. So. Yeah. Remember this moment. <laughs> and uh, that is actually a miss. Oh, no. Uh, so oh that God, is... You're going to hit Atticus. Roll a D8. It could land on Atticus. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Could also land on Mrs. O'Lady. Yeah. A one hits Atticus and an eight hits Mrs. O'Lady. Oh, that actually... Okay, that's a seven. Oh, my God. So it hits All right, you so two. it lands right between Aldo and Mrs. O'Lady. Okay. Uh, uh, so all three of us uh, take splash damage... Uh, Pending a reflex save, reflex right? save. Uh, and I fail, so I take six points of damage. Fifteen, DC fifteen. Oh, Got you it. made it, and uh, the apostle made it. Oh no! So, so you take zero if you make it, right? No, it's half. Oh, it's, it's half. half. Okay, yeah. and you said it was six. Yeah. So three. Okay. Okay. Well, that guy was already hurt. Now he's hurt a little bit more. But Aldo did the most damage to himself in that round. It's your turn. You are surrounded by two of these apostles and orpmen. Your friend James, you assume, is permanently dead. You should probably just stick a sword in him to make sure so that his soul may float upon Phrasma's wings. Halser grips Red Destiny in his free hand, the pommel oozing strength through him, a strength that he never thought he had himself, and he swings out at the center apostle or of orpmen that was a mind thruster earlier. Come on, baby. There you Ooh, go. There you go. That is a 20 to yes. hit. Yes. That's a hit. Seven points of damage. Ooh. He's dead. Yeah. 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 He has met his red destiny. Wow. Wait, there are shots? There's no shots. <laughs> Give him a, oh yeah, give it to Grant. Oh no, 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 Grant, no! Oh, Grant, no! <laughs> he found more shots. All you did was kill one guy. And it's three of them. 
I feel I feel like he's my one year old. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was the urine sample we had to give the club before we came. Uh, it tasted very, very urine. It's still probably got a very high alcohol content, so it's Woo. all right. This guy right next to you, uh, he's going to take a swing. Natty 19, almost a crit. Oh, my God. Hits you for max damage, eight points of damage. One uh, point. Rocks. One hit point left. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Oh, Nelly Atticus Grimm still unconscious and stable. Mrs. Yes. O Lady. You are face-to-face with one of these guys. It's just a kid, but he's he's been turned. He, felt, he got into the hard stuff. Yeah. Uh, hanging out with a bad crowd. Well, they right? always say opium's a gateway drug. <laughs> That's right. To death. Straight a opium. lot of people start on opium, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. they get Once into start they get into crowbar violence. Yeah. You go Can I stand in this square? Wickets. Have we thought about offering them the opium we have to see if they chill out? I think they're doing have pretty we? good. I think right now, guys, let's just get high. Right. (laughs) Right. Why do we have to hit each other with crowbars and mine thrusts? I got a fatty. (laughs) Fatty blow. Can I stand in this square? Can you stand in what square? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mrs. Lady will take a five-foot step. Okay, your back is against the wall. I told you. Literally, I haven't figured it and she'll mind thrust that guy yeah. as well. Come on, man. Get it, please. Please that, uh, fail. Will save. Fail Words save. fail. Troy fails. Ten. Yes! Come on. Come on, Come on. dude. Seven points of damage. He's dead. Yeah! yeah! I thought they were. I thought they were lining up for the dirty dancing lift. He was like, "I've had the time of my life." At the last second, I was like, "He's like two feet taller than me." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that was awful. Oh, that was embarrassing. Uh, All right, two of them are dead. One is left. James is unconscious. Alistair's sitting on one hit point. Yeah, he's not out of the woods. This is bad. Oh, uh, I know. That guy's dead. That guy's dead. It goes back to Aldo Casimir. Oh. Uh, wow. Okay, so there's one guy left. So. Um, Aldo is. Can he. He's going to try to squeeze through the window. Okay. Uh, he came in through the bedroom window. Yep. Come oh, no. Actually, my you know what? All right, he's going to get to the window. And he's going to throw a bomb behind the remaining drug addict. All right, I'm going to make that one AC-8. It's a tough shot through okay, the window. That, he made it. He made it. Okay, so, so that bomb lands. And that is a DC-15 reflex save for half damage. Fail. Okay, so that's six points of dip fire damage. Okay. Okay. First hit this guy took. This is good. Huge. from more friends. He shouts. A bomb explodes behind the drug addict. Alster Price sitting on one oh, come on. HP. Do it, do it. I'm I'm not your champion. I'm my own fucking champion. Leave me alone. A total of a fourteen. AC fifteen. Oh no! No, Alster. 
Chest bump the floor, buddy. Oh. Oh. Chest bump the floor. Oh. 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 And I'm all, I'm all out of swift actions. For- what is your con? Uh, 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Okay, crit. and you got one hit point. I mean, a crit could really <sighs> possibly kill you. It's his turn. I think it's time I bring out the neon green. Oh, no. Does anyone have a bottle cap for disadvantage against Troy? You remember when we used he to He ruled do that, that out years ago. Yeah, nope, they don't have it. I do have a bottle cap. Now, this guy in the front row says he has a bottle cap. I... The way the lights are, I can't Wait, see anything. I have, a, right I have a bottle cap. For oh. disadvantage? Can I use it for disadvantage? Yeah. No. Oh. Natural eight. Yeah! <laughs> All right. I don't want to be bumped by that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Grant's a real big fan of getting up. Yeah. No one takes more charge of the space than Grant. (laughs) Let's use the stage. The space is so empty and unused. Uh. I have to get into it. It's been weeks since I had a crotch on my neck. That was nice. Weeks, I tells you. Atticus Grimm. Useless. Yep. Unconscious. Mrs. O'Lady. There's uh, an opening here. I'm not saying you're out of the woods yet. Why don't you go to the really dark room for no reason? I'm going to pass on that. Okay. Uh, I want to give you all the options in this tapestry of joy. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, but Mrs. Lady will respectfully decline, and she'll walk over here so she can Fair see enough. through the window. Okay. And she will tell kind of projectile, an ob- some, like a bottle of pills. Just throw Atticus at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a bottle of pills. Okay. Natural one. Oh, is that a... I think that might be a fan fumble. Oh, no. What if it accidentally hits an ally? Oh, my... God forbid that pill bottle. What if it hits... Atticus! All right. Fumble. Fan fumble. Wait, is that a magic fumble? Or is it a ranged fumble? That is a magic fumble. Well, no, I I failed on the ranged attack. But you used magic, didn't you? To move it. But the spell succeeded if it moved. Oh. Right. He's right. You know what? You're right. Magic fumble. (laughs) Doing it for L.A. Doing it for all the waiters. God. Joe, you got a a West Coast magic fumble there? I'm looking. I'm looking. This is I'm the looking. face. This is the face when Joe Here tries to use Instagram. Here we go. You uh, got one? <laughs> Andrew. Andrew from San Diego. Any chance? No. All right, Andrew from San Diego. Come on, Andrew. It's a three-hour drive. Where are you? San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. Scatterbrained. It's called. Your casting goes awry, resulting in, a, in casting a random spell from your prepared list. I don't have a prepared list. <laughs> Sounds like a mind thrust. Oh no! No, that's that's go to another fumble. No, no, I like this fumble. No, we, it's, we just need it's to massage not in the it text. a little. We need to massage it. No, that's insane. Go to another fumble. Cut his, can we cut How do we decide what, what spell it is, Joe? <laughs> this is insane. Basically, basically, you ca- you roll randomly to see what other spell you cast, and the GM determines the target. But. 
Does the GM know the spell before he determines the target? Here's the order that he wrote it. Roll a die to determine which spell you cast. Once you determine the spell, targeting of the new spell is up to GM discretion. Unless the range is personal. Again, objection for my client. Overruled! The term (laughs) written was prepared, and my client is incapable of casting prepared spells. That's not true. You prepare spells. No, I don't. You can cast oh, any spell on your right, list you're right, you're at right, any right, time. Right, right. I'm a spontaneous caster. Okay. Prepared spells. This sounds like a new fan fumble. Right, all you your think? spells are prepared, essentially. All right, so... I'll roll... I have eight spells that I know. Okay. So I'll roll D8. Oh, yeah. How are they listed on your... Alphabetically? No, I mean, they're my level. So I figured okay. I'd just... By the way, they are on my screen. One, two, three, four, I five, trust five, you. Eight. Be honest. So, Joe can verify. Okay. Go ahead, roll it. This is going to be amazing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If it's mind thrust. Fuck! It's mine for us. Oh my god! This is so bad that it's in your hands. I still think this is bullshit because for the spell to fit, for, yeah, this, yeah, for me yeah, to fumble, for me to fumble uh, on the attack, know, the spell terrible, was right? already cast. It's really brutal. Um, and you those, have those are the only spells you can fit, fumble. So it's on. Is, is, it, with is it any target within range? Because there's the person, there's Halser, there's Atticus, there's Aldo, there's Mrs. O'Lady, and yeah. there's that. Can I make? A, can I make a case? Yeah. Yeah. I think since the call was kind of bullshit, you should randomize the target. Interesting. Well, I've always been known as a a man of discretion. And the fumble did say GM discretion. It also said prepared spell list. (laughs) You fucking piece of shit. I'd have to look at it again, Grant. I don't remember that part. Uh, I mean, I think the only fair thing to do is leave it up to an audience poll. You're going to put... So, by a round of applause, who would like to see it hit Halster Price? That applause. Two people raise their hands. Wow. All right, you take directions as well as Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> who would like to see it hit Aldo Casimir? Oh, fuck Couple. you. Couple. Fuck you. You know what? I've seen it. You maybe, maybe it could backfire and hit Mrs. O'Lady. Anybody? All right. I guess that's everybody. No, no. Does anybody want to see it hit uh, Atticus Grimm? All right. That was close. That was closer than I thought. I thought it would be a resounding thing. There's still another. There's still another target. Who's the other target? The guy. (laughs) The patient. Anybody want to see it hit the patient? vote. Roll for damage. Yeah! You get a re- you get a will save. <laughs> I failed. Yeah! Yeah, I failed. Eight points. Eight points of damage. He's still alive. Oh no! Come on! Oh, that's impressive. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh my God. Los Angeles, thank you. As the Decemberists once said, Los Angeles, I'm yours. <laughs> wow. I love LA. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love it. it. This is one time. <laughs> it's a new round. We can't tell those jokes, Grant. Man, we gotta keep those jokes. We lost skin. It's Aldo's turn. <laughs> and now that inside joke's gonna eat away at him. I for got at least him. ten minutes. I critically hit his funny bone. Come on, Skid. Let's see what you got to do. You gotta be careful. Skid, what would Aldo right, like right, to sorry, do? Sorry. Oh. Doing that to Skid in game is the equivalent to making a character nauseated. Like he can make no action. Oh. Um, um, uh, you know what? Uh, he's gonna do the same thing again. He's gonna throw another bomb uh, behind behind this guy. Come on, Skid. Don't fumble. Uh, I'm gonna try not to. Uh, Skid away for more friends. Uh, that's a 14 against. The square, square, the square. That's a eight, right? yeah, yeah. That is a hit. All right. All right. So that is a, uh, reflex. a reflex save. DC fifteen reflex save. I made the reflex save, All but right. it's still three points of damage. Three points of damage. And he had two hit points. Yeah! <laughs> oh. oh God, my man. Woo! Disaster my man, my averted. man, my man. Disaster averted. Get that shot, baby. Get wow. that shot. <laughs> Show them what you're working with, baby. Hey, Joe, remember that time you jumped through a window? That was awesome. <laughs> was so long ago, I don't even remember. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I thought I got you. But I, I thought you did too. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get you. I thought this was over. Thank God for audience participation. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> words, words I never thought I would, I would agree with. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Atticus, you are unconscious and stable. Houser is sitting on one HP with Grant's horseshoe up his ass. He was able to survive. <laughs> Aldo chucking bombs to the back of the room, takes out the final one of these apostles. What do you want to do? Uh, Aldo <laughs> is he's going to crawl through the uh, window. And, uh, all right, so, Halster, you've got one hit point left? Yes. And That's you, Grant. We've lost Grant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like this. Uh, and <laughs> yes. All right, Atticus is down. <laughs> so... Blood starts dripping from his mouth, <laughs> flowing to the back of the room. So uh, he is going to uh, Aldo's going to take uh, like a vial off of his belt and like put a little bit of herb in it and like shake it, and he is going to create a cure light wounds extract wow. and pour it into Atticus's mouth, Ooh. massage it down his throat. Nice. Yes. Uh, and that will heal you for five points of, of healing. And he comes up. <gasps> Awakens to these bodies around him, these patients. And he leans in and he says, Do you think this could possibly jar a flashback? <laughs> 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 Fuck 
And Atticus says, no. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> they were crazed, absolutely crazed. He starts to push himself up and stand up. He has two hit points. So I think we're in pretty bad shape. We're not Bunza. I think we should probably make our way back to the... Uh, Can we the, do a perception check around the pharmacy to see if there are any cure light yeah. spells? Or yes. cure- oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not I a CVS, but yes. Oh, uh, 21. 21. General perception. General perception. Just a gen pep. Uh, gen perp. Gen perp. Perts perk. Gen perk. Um, so you can see that the medica- medicine cabinets in the room have been thoroughly ransacked. Uh, it looks like they stored bandages at one point, dried herbs, mundane tinctures, chemical medications used in treating uh, a whole spectrum of ailments. It would make sense. As everyone had different things going on while admitted here. But let's say you spend five, ten minutes really digging through. Um, roll a uh, heel check. Ooh, 24. Yeah. There you go, Aldo. You see enough stuff that you could put together to make uh, two potions of Cure Light Wounds. Oh, Out of the stuff. Like God. you, especially you, out of yeah, all of them, yeah. you're like, I got this. You yeah. make two potions of Cure Light Wounds out of the I, stuff. And I do so, and I administer them to uh, House de Price and to Atticus. I'm not doing so well myself. Yeah, Shut but you're up. not. You're still like better shape. This is this is this is a this is the yardstick by which we have failed uh, immensely. Because it, like, you are in bad shape, but they're in even worse shape. I'm very old. I know. So give the young a chance to succeed where you failed in life. <laughs> we say this to all baby boomers. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Oh, we're sorry. There's a, there's a lot there of boomers. Big, big boomer crowd. Big tonight. boomer crowd, yeah. <laughs> Troy, are you a baby boomer? No. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not a baby How, boomer. Stan's not even a baby boomer. I mean, you seem a little ageless to me, so I, I feel like I need to ask. You don't even know what a baby boomer is. <laughs> great old one. <laughs> yes, I'm a great old great one. Great old one. <laughs> I am Shabnagarath, reborn. <laughs> Um, what do you want to do? You got this uh, dead old woman in a uh, wheelchair, a haunt that you have uh, neutralized. stabilized, neutralized, rather. You know that, like, haunts come back. Yes. Unless you can satisfy whatever the requirements are of the haunts besides damage. Well, positive let's, let's quickly take the administered potions and then let's look at the haunt. Yes, okay. Do you want to roll for the healing on each of us? Uh, you're taking it. You roll. All right, so... Uh, could, could you roll it? Uh, <laughs> it's a plus one, so five points of healing for Good. six hit points. And Joe? One. No, plus one. Plus one. Two. <laughs> All right, so we'll go over... It, we'll go over to the... Um, I love you. The haunt and... And we'll look for things in the room that might be able to satisfy, satisfy her. Right, Can so I, I also want to examine the wound on the haunt. Okay. Uh, roll a heel check. Okay. Quickly. Uh, 14. 14. Um, 
you know, I don't, I don't know how well versed you are in the anatomy, but it's pretty clear that the wound is exactly where the human heart would That's be. That's what I was wondering. Um, you don't see a heart on the other side. Oh, we got to find her heart. I ripped my own heart out. Um, <laughs> no, don't do No, that. no, no. It's Take one of the cultists' hearts. But that's oh, you know, right. That, that's just what you see. That you see that, that there's there's like an explos- explosive hole where her heart was, and that's where that blood was leaking out. Now, is this why you took us to Mikora's own for our dinner today? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> you were and giving I us left hints three, all along. Three clues during each course <laughs> <laughs> that I, I meant for you to use this evening. I was wondering why we had all those courses. <laughs> And you've failed. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, can we just take 20 just like to search this room? Could you stop doing that also, please? Yeah, you take 20 and there, you know, there's games, there's chess, there's checkers, there's shoots and ladders. There's somebody fell. She's okay. Are you okay? Yes. She made it okay? Good. Guys, stop fighting. (laughs) Stop fighting. You're both cute. (laughs) I have dark vision. (laughs) You look around, you see games, like it looks like this was a place like, now we're going to go play some games. You, uh, why don't you sit here in front of the window and look out? It's a yeah. game of hearts. Uh, <laughs> oh, bottle cap. Oh, you're hot tonight, kid. Yeah. He's killing it. You're on fire. Uh, yeah, Crushing no, you it. just see the, the empty uh, medicinal uh, cups, those little like mini Dixie cups laying on the floor, but that's it. I mean, you found that room. You, you were able to fashion uh, two healing potions. There's a bunch of stuff in there that are just pills that you don't know what, what you could use them for. Maybe you could bring them back to winter. Um, I gather up. Everything, like everything that looks like it might be even remotely drugs. valuable or all useful. the drugs. Yeah, all the drugs. <laughs> Give me all the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> all drugs are legal here. Uh, okay. So she's heartless. Could I? Uh, can I roll? Um, I, I I know we did a, a bunch of knowledges, but maybe a, a knowledge religion again to see if there's. Anything we can pull. Basically, I uh, I can re-roll a knowledge check once per day. Okay. A failed knowledge check, and so uh, I think it might be religion, just to figure out if there's something we can do to stop this haunt from re-manifesting. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it would be religion. I, you, you know, you said a heel check. That's obviously not knowledge, but I, I don't know. Is that is that relevant? Yeah. You roll another religion check. I'll roll to aid. Come on, man. I, Come on, Atticus. I aid. Oh, you aid? That's I do. 21. Ooh. Forever 21. R.I.P. Out of business. So you're over there looking at her. Examining closely. Really examining closely. Exhausted. Beaten. Defeated. And you, as you're sitting there, trying to figure out what could satisfy this, The only thing you notice, and it's very gross, is that her tongue is like poking outward out of her mouth a little bit. And you didn't notice it at first. Kind of (laughs) like. Could really do without that. 
<laughs> oh, oh, no, don't. no, don't do it. Come on. Come on. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Oh, no. Did I lick you? Oh, lick you? no. Yeah. It's better than a dick on your neck. It's a, just... I'd rather have a lick on my neck than a dick on my neck. Right, oh. Grant? <laughs> right. Is it? Did I really lick you? I'm sorry. You were very salty. <laughs> very sweaty. It tastes like cheese whiz. <laughs> cheese whiz and failure. How dare you? You're a good guy. So that's what you see, is it? I, I notice her tongue is sticking out a little more than noticed before. What's in her mouth? Is there anything we could puzzle about it? He'll, he'll look deeper into her throat, uh, see if there's oh, any, it's a death anything moth. there that's 20... Oh, wow, well, it's not at all. No, that's an eight. Look deeper into her mouth. Yeah, you don't know. It looks like she was like... All right, he's going to try pushing the tongue in and closing the jaw for a second. See if anything happens. Yeah, you push the tongue in and close the jaw. Nothing. Maybe, maybe she wants her medicine, whatever her medicine is. Yeah. Digitalis. She had a heart, she's a heart problem. Okay, so we'll... <laughs> can you do the concoction, maybe a alchemy yeah. check? Is there a concoction? Yeah, can, can, I do, can I do a heal check? Can I do some kind yeah, of do check? A, no, and do your alchemy check. That's, uh, that's your bread right. and butter. Uh, 24. Ooh! I mean, you don't know what's wrong with her, but you do see that her uh, heart is exploded. So you're like, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna, I, go- I, I have time. <laughs> I'm gonna go on. I've a identified limb here. the issue, right? I'm gonna go on a yeah. limb here, and I'm gonna make aspirin, uh, baby aspirin, baby aspirin, and stick it in her mouth. Yes. Yeah. So you make it, and you stick it in her mouth, and as you do. You black out. <gasps> and in the room, you, you hear, as you're starting to black out, you hear Mrs. Freeling. Mrs. Freeling, you better take these or your heart will explode. <laughs> your heart will explode, Mrs. Freeling, Mrs. Freeling, Mrs. Freeling, Mrs. Freeling! <laughs> Now we see a room, almost pitch black. A single light, a candle, springs to life. Beakers and flasks filled with thick and colorful fluids line shelves alongside bizarre animal skulls and dusty books. We now see that this candle is held by a little girl who enters the laboratory furtively, surely afraid of being caught. She gazes in wonder at her exotic surroundings as she pads quietly through the room. You can see that she's, she's looking for something. Her eyes go wide as she spots a book on a high shelf. She sets the candle on a nearby table and silently pulls a stepladder close. She climbs up and stands on her tiptoes in order to reach the book and pull it down. And we can see on the spine, it says, On the Conjunction of Worlds by O.A. Diggs. The heavy tome 
slips from her fingers and lands on the shelf below, sending a rack of test tubes scattering with a crash of breaking glass. Panic, she jumps to the ground only to cut her feet on one of the jagged shards. Stifling a cry, she bends down to pick up the book, and then as she stands up, she sees a face very close to her, cruel eyes, and a sinister smile. It is very, very late, my lady. The man bends forward and picks up the candle. This part of the castle is no place for little girls, no matter their station. She's terrified now, and in pain, from the broken glass that cut her foot. On the verge of tears, she's like, I, 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 I forgot my book. I, I wanted something to read to father. Your father is in no state to enjoy a bedtime story, my lady. Oh, haven't you noticed? You know what? With all the, uh... <coughs> so very, very late. I wonder... Does anyone even know you're here? <laughs> She's barely able to manage a terrified whisper. No. No, I bet no one knows you're down here. Well, now this is interesting. He bends forward and smiles wide, revealing a mouth of sickly yellow teeth. Suddenly, the candle in his hands bursts into a brilliant white flame. The man jumps back with a start, dropping it to the ground as it continues to burn with intense light, but no heat. Office hours are from 3 to 6 p.m. on toil days and oath days, I'm afraid. Aldo Casimir steps into the light from the doorway. You of all people should know that, Chamberlain. Casimir. The Chamberlain speaks with an audible sneer as he pulls himself up to his full height. I was merely escorting the Duchess to her bedchambers. Oh, now don't trouble yourself. Why don't you let me handle that? You can go back to doing whatever it is you do at bleeding midnight. He stares at Aldo, seething, and then skulks out of the room into the darkness of the hallway. And right when he leaves, the little girl bursts into tears. She rushes to Aldo. I'm sorry, Aldo. I, I couldn't sleep. It just gods, I hate that man. He, he frightens me. He frightens me too, little one. And he's one of a number of reasons you shouldn't be sneaking about after bedtime. Crocky, you're hurt. As he kneels to examine her, he sees the book. Oh, now, Duchess, we've talked about this. More tears. She's like, I know, but I couldn't sleep, and I was worried about Father, and you're always reading it, and you're trying to help him, and you say that, that you'll tell me about it one day, but you never do, and I... I... Oh, it's all right, my dear. Shh. He hugs her tight. One day I will share this with you, I promise, but it is very precious and incredibly dangerous. Patience. But, in the meantime... He lifts her up to like, sit her on the counter. How's about you help me make a healing salve of yours for that little cut of yours, eh? She nods, wiping away her tears. It's a good girl. He pats her gently on the shoulder. We'll make an alchemist of you yet, Lady Sheila. 
You all level up. What? And we'll see you in Boston. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. 